Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernett. Today, we'll be talking with three local nonprofit organizations who focus their attention on our community's youth. Naperville Baseball Association, the YMCA, and U of I Extension for the 4-H Youth Development. watching Spotlight. And today I'm joined by Rick Ruland and Brian White. And they're here today to talk about the Naperville Baseball Association. So welcome. Thank you very much. Really glad to have you here and hear a little bit about baseball. I love it as we get into spring, right? So Rick, I'm going to start with you. Give us a little bit of background on the history and the mission. Sure. Uh, Naperville Baseball was founded in 1955, which was quite a while ago. And uh, over that time, Naperville and baseball uh, in youth sports has changed considerably. Yes. And uh, we've had to we've had to go through a lot of changes on our end to try and keep pace with what families and players want. And it's not always easy, uh, but we've we've done a very good job, I think. And our offerings today reflect more of what kids in the 13, 14, you know, the sixth, seventh, eighth grade, in uh, high school. Uh, arena want and okay. so it we, we put a lot of fun into the game we let we let kids play with each other in in terms of being on the same teams and we let coaches and managers form their own teams which is something that would have been unheard of 25 years ago okay uh, so just some of these things is, is what you have to do to to fulfill your mission and then our mission is to give kids in Naperville a place to play ball and enjoy themselves and also we we, we sort of subscribe to the theory of no one gets left behind we if, if, if a kid signs up and he wants to play ball, we'll find a team to get him on because we don't turn anyone away. I love that. I think that's so wonderful, and particularly in today's environment where, you know, everything is sort of cut sports and it's all the elite. Uh, it sounds like you're really trying to cater to everybody, so anyone that has a love of the game can come out and play with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've got teams on the more competitive level, and we've got teams that are on the more recreational level. So we've got something for everyone. Okay. And it, it services, it sounds like, middle school through high school? Correct. Interesting. Right. Okay. Okay. Now, w players come from all over Naperville? Yes, they do. Okay. Yes, they do. And uh, l largely our, our population comes from District 203 and 204. Those are sort of our, our, our geographic boundaries. And uh, it, it, we pull well. It's, a, it's an interesting thing, though, that Naperville has changed so much uh, from the boom time of the 80s and 90s. Uh, people stay in their houses longer, which means that families with kids don't move in as quickly so we're finding that there isn't quite the same volume of of players in that age group okay so it's just it's just a fact of life but hey we all learn to cope with it absolutely so. well just not the turnover right there's a little bit more empty nestering right. going on in mm -hmm. town so yeah that's great Brian talk a little bit about this is an alternative to travel baseball right so but you still need training so talk a little bit about that well uh, yes Jane we um, opening the doors to all players, like Rick said. And what's happened is the travel team player has access to training. And the in-house Naperville Baseball Association player does not. So we've opened the doors to Naperville Baseball Association to do the training for them. So I have a staff of ex-high school players, college players, college coaches, pro players, 
and we have an unbelievable staff that takes care of the training for us. Okay, now that's absolutely. wonderful. I mean, access to that kind of resource must be great, Rick, right? Ab absolutely, and it's, it's really quite true in the fact that they've got a great staff, but the thing that I think is most impressive is the fact that they're all young guys, that they're in their uh, early 20s, and the kids that we have respond really well to that age group as just to another dad. Yeah. Uh, and this, so we try and get away from, we always let the dads coach and manage the teams, but if we can provide them as coaches some training as well as the players, we're really seeing a big step up in terms of the quality of play. Absolutely. Well, I think there is that whole thing, and you know, having coached my own kids uh, along the way, being able to connect with people that you view as a little bit more right. than your peers, but certainly not your parents, that is a big plus. Right. Uh, just even in the communication and the language, right? No doubt. We hear that every day. The, co the coaches, even the coaches of the teams, they're a dad. And they come up to us during the sweatshop and they say, Gosh, this is so great. My son is finally listening right. to someone because he's not going to listen to me. Right. <laughs> and uh, so it's great. Yeah, we do have a young staff, young instructors, and they enjoy every moment out there. And you can see the smiles on the kids' faces throughout the whole session. Okay. So now where would that training take place? Well, we, we began our relationship about three or four years ago when we started a fall ball program. And the fall ball program is to bring kids in that were just graduated from Little League, aging out, and then moving up into the next, group, the next age level, and that would be us. And so the fall ball program is designed to teach them how to play on the little bit larger field because now they're 80-foot bases, it's, everything's a little bigger but a little longer. And so we engage the sweatshop guys to come in and run the program for us. And it has worked out wonderfully. Oh, that's uh, great. And so fall ball has grown every year, and uh, I'm expecting that we're going to do it even more uh, next, this coming fall. In fact, what we're talking about doing is having a fall ball program for the high school age kids because there has been some request for this. And it, actually, it's kind of interesting because the rest request is coming from people that came from the from the junior high fall ball, and they're going, what? We don't get that. So <laughs> that's wonderful, yeah. right? You know, so you have happy, satisfied customers when Absolutely. that happens. It's a, it's a good thing. Yeah. Now, talk a little bit about the level of commitment because you've talked a little bit about you know this is different than travel ball. Right. It's the next step up from little league baseball. Talk about the kind of commitment your players need to make. Sure. In terms of a time commitment, this is really a, an in-house league. So you're going to play anywhere between like a 16 to 20 game schedule. At the end of that, you play uh, a double elimination tournament. You know, for the uh, for the for the in-house tournament, uh, and that's pretty much it. So in junior league, uh, it's probably going to run mid-April to right about July 1st. Okay? okay. Senior league, since it's high school, can't really get going until after Labor Day because of the high school players because they've got that that school commitment, uh, and it will run then probably into the first week of August. Okay, so that, but that sort of sounds like I could do other things, oh, absolutely. you know, and I think absolutely. maybe that's the separation, right, between this and travel is that I, it, my every waking moment right. is not involved. Interestingly enough, what we do is we have a lot of appeal with multi-sport athletes where mm -hmm. baseball might be the third sport or the second sport, but really they're a hockey player or they're a basketball player or whatever, and they play AAU basketball throughout the winter, but they love baseball, they want, but they want to play for fun. And so we get a lot of kids like that. They're really good athletes, 
but baseball isn't necessarily always their first sport. Yeah. And well, and it still is for the love of the game, right? And it's a Absolutely. wonderful game to no play. Doubt. It's a great team sport. No doubt. Yeah. Where are the games played? Uh, our junior league games are largely played at Knock Park and DuPage River. And the senior league games are almost exclusively played at DuPage River, except for some that we play at uh, Naperville North and Central. Okay. The high school fields. So, wonderful, wonderful yeah. facilities, right? Absolutely. So now if a player is, is interested in coming out for one of your teams, what's the process? How do they sign up and register? Uh, like, like everybody these days, we've got online registration through our website, and uh, I won't go into that, but it's, just go to the website and you'll see the links uh, to the register for junior or senior league. And uh, we just, in fact, last night had our, our junior league uh, Division One draft, which went beautifully, and uh, things are looking looking up for that. And the senior league uh, registration is on and running right now. So. Hopefully with the good weather coming, you guys will be up and running. You'll be back out on the fields. I hope you have a really wonderful season, and we wish you all the best with the Naperville Baseball Association. So Thank thanks for coming. Thanks, Jane. If you would like to learn more about how to sign your baseball player up for the Naperville Baseball Association, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay with us. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. Our story centers around you, your goals, and your dreams. You dreamed of owning your first home. You partnered with us to customize a plan. You started a business. You trusted us to guide you through the ups and downs. You wanted to leave a legacy. You allowed us to bring your dreams to life. Thank you for partnering with us to make tomorrow's dreams today's reality. Busey, your dream, our promise. Spencer and this is Meet the Candidates. This is your chance to get to know a little bit more about the folks running for office in our community. Watch candidate interviews on NCTV and NCTV17.com. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jay Wynette, and joining me now are R.J. Bartles and Tom Crowley. They're with the YMCA, so welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Always nice to chat with our Y friends, and I'm going to kick right off with you, R.J. What's new? What's going on at the Y? Tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, great. Uh, you know, it's a really fun and exciting time at the Y. Um, you know, communities are changing and families are changing, so we're really trying to be creative with our staff. At our Cradler Y, for example, um, and just in the chess class and dance classes, Rubik's Cube classes is a new kind of an exciting one. Oh, that's um, fun. Yeah, and we have families and we have kids coming to do it, so it's, it's a really fun thing. At our Fry Y, we're really excited about a number of different things. We've just uh, uh, dedicated one of our room to a maker lab, so we're, we're starting to do maker space, where it gives kids an opportunity to, to make things. So they're not in front of a TV or a computer, they're making things with their hands, so we're really excited about that. Um, in addition to those programs, we're really excited about our different collaborations we're doing with, with partners in the community. Uh, the Inside Out uh, program, which I'm sure you're familiar with, our Safe and Sound program has done a lot of great things with them. Yeah. Uh, we just two weeks ago hosted over 150 kids at the Y gym 
to uh, celebrate character development and, and, and being a, an important part of your community. So we've done that with them. Uh, Kids Matter, we're hosting one of our education series uh, next month with them, a, a video, Screenagers. We're previewing a, a video for families and for kids. And then finally, uh, just this month, we started a new partnership with the Alive Center in Naperville, the Teen Center um, program at the, at the Fryway. It'll be a drop-in program at the Y. That's awesome. I mean, that's a lot of a very exciting. And, and what I like about it is definitely hands-on type stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And all about putting those role models in the lives of kids, right? right? Yeah, right. that's terrific. Now, Tom, talk a little bit about, you, you mentioned the Alive Center, RJ. Mm -hmm. And tell me a little bit about that. Sure. The Alive Center is a brand new program that where we're collaborating with the Alive group. And we have people in drop-in uh, uh, students between... 2.30 and 5.30 every Wednesday and Friday. And the Y is always looking for ways to collaborate with groups like Alive. And they fill a niche that we don't really have at the Y. And it's around the uh, teen and high school group. And the Alive Center's got a really great mission and program. Um, youth driven and youth led. Mm -hmm. And uh, we really feel that the partnership there is gonna be fantastic. I love that because I, I, you know, I'm a strong believer in we don't need to do it all. Let's right. do our part well, right. and then let's collaborate together. Right. And and when we work together, oftentimes we're serving a lot of the same people, so we can pick our strengths right and partner right. together. That's fantastic. Right. Yeah. Now, Tom, yeah. that kind of leads a little bit into you've just kicked off the Strong Kids campaign, uh, yes. and it kind of feeds that whole idea of right. character building and making sure that kids are safe. Talk a little bit about that. Sure. The Strong Kids campaign is really a, a foundational item within the YMCA. It's a program that we put together. We're kicking it off in March, as you said, and it's really about raising money for the pro, for families and, and members that cannot really afford to pay the uh, and have the resources to join either the the why the programs or the services uh, last year we raised over four hundred thousand um, in funds for people serving uh, over eighteen hundred different people in in that area um, the Strong Kids campaign has been really well received by the community. We've had a lot of touch points with uh, some fantastic people in the Y family and outside of the Y family that have helped to bring that together. So it's come to, together very nicely for us. Well, and I think what I also really like about the Strong Kids campaign is the money raised stays right here in the Absolutely, community. Yes, exactly. And I think as you alluded to, RJ, with the evolution of a community, oftentimes we don't think necessarily that we have people within our own boundary that, that just cannot access uh, the kinds of programming right. and services that you all offer at the Y. And right. that's what that money goes to, right? right. Exactly. And, and yes. a big piece of that is we always, you're helping your neighbors, right? And I, can, I get the privilege of being able to approve a lot of the scholarship applications. And just to give you a perfect example, just recently uh, a family came in uh, behind on their mortgage payment. Father just got diagnosed with cancer. Uh, so real hardships happening. Mm -hmm. And the boys, their boys just like coming to the Y and playing at the Y. So what the Y is able to provide is some normalcy to their family while they're going through tough times. And that's kind of what keeps us going. And I think as volunteers and staff, keep us driven to, to keep raising funds for those important things. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they are. And you never know what's going on on your neighbor's driveway, right? right. I mean, you just right. don't exactly. know what's happening next door. Yeah, right. With that, you talking about funds being raised because yeah. you need them, right? So you're going to do a golf outing. And, you know, everybody hears golf outing. Right. 
What's the new twist that you're introducing this year? What can participants expect? Well, you're right. Everybody here is golfing, right? <laughs> There's dozens of golf outings for great causes here in Naperville, Absolutely. no doubt, right? Um, but this year, we're taking a little slant on it because everybody's time is valuable, right? In a typical golf outing, six, eight hours, and by the time, you know, you're sleeping, right? Uh, so we're taking a different slant on it this year. We're going to the Mistwood Golf Dome down in Bolingbrook. Uh, a state-of-the-art facility has a new technology called Tour Tracer. And if you ever watch the PGA Golf, it's this, this tour thing that follows your, follows your ball. So, so golfers can play Pebble Beach Golf Club in two and a half hours. Oh, and nice. we have our event, and, you know, four hours or less. And uh, we've had a great event to support the Strong Kids campaign. Everybody's had a good time. And, you know, you can go home and, and take care of the rest of your business. So we're excited about it. It's a new it adventure for us. But we think it's unique and different than, you know, the typical golf outing. Absolutely. And rain or shine, you'll be it's, fine. And the weather, right? <laughs> rain or shine. Right. They've got food. They've got drinks. It's, yeah. It's really everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, it might take Jane four hours because I'd still be going from side to side yeah, in the fairway. Right. But that's right. okay. Right. So now, I mean, rain or shine, that kind of brings us to the next topic, which is the summer, spring and summer, and the right. summer camp program. Right. So you've got a lot of interesting programming that you do. Right. So give us a give us a few highlights. Well, summer's uh, one of my most favorite times at the Y because, again, we have between three and 400 kids weekly that come to our, our different camps. Uh, this year we're excited about different things. Uh, Lego camp is one coming up. Um, we're doing an audiovisual camp, um, so hopefully we can you know, share some of your expertise here. And uh, with camps in over five different locations across Naperville, we have something for all ages, from three on the way up to ten. Um, leadership programs for the high schoolers that is fantastic. It gives people an opportunity. And what I really like about it is, is the mix. You mentioned professional role model. We bring back over a hundred different staff that are usually high school or college kids that come back and get to lead our youth in, the, in these programs. So it's a development piece not only for our kids, but also for the staff that, that come each summer to run with, uh, with yeah. us. Yeah, I, I have so many fond memories of my kids going through that program. And like you said, yeah. it's great for them as a participant, but also for those kids that are coming and leading those camps. Right. That's a great opportunity to put that uh, learning into action right. at a slightly older age, right? right. Right. Well, listen, thank you so much for stopping by. We really appreciate it. We wish you all the best with the Strong Kids campaign this year. And we'll be uh, looking to see how the Alive Partnership goes in the Drop-In Teen Center at the Fry. That's Absolutely. great. Great. Right. If you would like to learn more about the many programs offered at the YMCA, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. the gift of downtown Naperville. Treat someone special to a great shopping, dining, or spa experience with downtown Naperville gift cards. Good at more than 150 businesses. Purchase them at four convenient locations or online and have them mailed directly to the lucky recipient. Best of all, there's no purchasing fee. Just choose an amount and send. It's that easy. The perfect gift for anyone at any time. At Busey, our story centers around you, your goals, and your dreams. You dreamed of owning your first home. You partnered with us to customize a plan. You started a business. You trusted us to guide you through the ups and downs. You wanted to leave a legacy. You allowed us to bring your dreams to life. Thank you for partnering with us to make tomorrow's dreams today's reality. Busey, your dream, our promise. Since 2001, families and friends have been caught reading Positively Naperville, at home, around town, and all over the world. Thanks for reading. 
in print, and online. Welcome back to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Renett. I'm joined now by Donna Nuga and Zen Briggs, and they're here with the U of I extension for the 4-H Youth Development Program, which is a bit of a mouthful, but I'm super <laughs> excited to hear all about it. So, Donna, I'm going to start off with you. Mm-hmm. Tell us what it is. Tell us what 4-H is and, and how it's involved with U of I. Well, 4-H is a youth development program, and when we say youth development, we're looking for ways to help youth maximize their potential and their opportunities. We're looking for ways for them to develop leadership and character. We want them to start to look at some of their career goals and have a really good time and develop that sense of belonging. In fact, if you look at it and you were going to put it into a simple package, we're going for big M. We want them to feel belonging, independence, learn generosity, and mastery. Wonderful. That's an awesome objective, right? It is. It's now, l- link it into, into the 4-H component for me. Well, the 4-H's are, the first H is for head, heart, hands, and health. Okay. So we're looking at ways for them to think it through, feel it, care about people, have that helping, generous attitude, and have healthy relationships, healthy life habits. Okay. Now, you started a Teen Ambassador Program. So what was the impetus for that? You know, it started because we had a group of youths who were working on robotics. We had a, a special grant, and we were looking for teen mentors. And I realized that with this very limited group of teen mentors, that that filled a different need that we weren't doing yet in this metropolitan area. So it is a metropolitan program. We're looking for the urban youth and the rural youth because people think of 4-H's, you know, just being about agriculture. And we're so much more than that. So I was very happy to be able to start that to give kids a chance to learn how to teach, learn how to reach out, how to work with each other as a group. And they develop some of their own programs, other programs we already have for them, and they learn the programs and then they teach them. Wonderful. So Zen, now you are one of those ambassadors, right? So tell me a little bit about how you got involved and, and what your experience has been. So the way I got involved was that like when we first were introduced to 4-H. My brother had a group with some of his like friends from gymnastics and stuff, and they had a 4-H Clover Buds Club where they would do small activities like cooking and learning how to do different like uh, like home ec almost things. Okay. And so that introduced me to 4-H. So then my mom was searching around for like more stuff on that, and we found Miss Donna and the Science Ambassadors, where it seemed right up my alley. I loved science at the time, and I wanted to learn more. And so when I went in, I was expecting like, oh, I'm gonna go in and do all these activities. Like we're gonna do computer science, we're gonna do programming, we're gonna do robotics, and it was more than that. Like I was gonna say, wow, and it was more than that. Okay. So instead of just learning these different things, we we covered so many more topics. Like I've done, or I've both learned and taught uh, different topics ranging from like Arduinos, like circuitry and programming to even like we did stuff on jams and jellies and how to can things. Like we do a wide range of things and it's all like 
to benefit others. We learn these science-based activities and we teach them to other people. We teach them to kids. We teach them at like churches and youth groups and to see these kids light up. It's so amazing like to watch them learn these science methods and how not only is like science fun and amazing, but how it impacts the world around us. Like we did rockets to the rescue uh, like a year or two ago where you have to make a rocket to land in a hoop to carry like um, assistance, like food and water for people in need. And to watch these kids like work together and to come up with a solution for a real world problem was amazing. And that it seems that every single like group that we talk to, people come back wanting more. We see faces constantly. I've met the same people like several times at events. Like I've had parents come up to me afterwards and been mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I met you at the, I met you at this event. We saw you at this church, and it's amazing." What I love about everything you've just said is your enthusiasm for it. I mean, that I think as I heard what you said, Donna, about what initiated and how you wanted to get that started then you really, you just emote enthusiasm and you can see that learning happening for you and I'm sure for the people. And I don't know how you build a rocket to begin with, let alone make it go up, land in something and carry it. So I may have to try to take that program and be with you. Donna, obviously Zen's talking a lot about the science piece and the STEM. And you know mm-hmm. we hear that word, that acronym thrown around all the time. So talk a little bit about how that plays into the work that you're doing. Well. When we're looking at STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math, that's really the leading area for careers in the future. That is where our problems are going to be solved, both the the technical type problems, the environmental problems. So many things are all tied to STEM. In fact, everything you eat, everything you, you sit on a chair, everything has to do with STEM and the chemicals, so many things. I, I can't even go on. You know, you made a big poster once in school and said, so what is science? Science is your whole life. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think it was interesting, something you said before when you said, you know, 4-H, I mean, when when I close my eyes and immediately think of 4-H, I do think about agriculture. Sure. But there's a huge amount of, I mean, STEM is absolutely integral to agriculture, right? Absolutely, yes. You know, people don't realize that there are a multitude of jobs in the agricultural area that are STEM-related fields, and they're perfectly appropriate for kids from urban areas. You don't even realize how many things, until you have a program like this, that will show you a wide variety of different types of careers. So you get to try things, see what you like, see who you really are. Yeah. It's a path of discovery. Yeah, I I like that. So Zen, I'm gonna ask you that question. Mm -hmm. What's kind of your path of discovery? Where do you see yourself going in the future as an ambassador? A lot of my classes in high school were based around some of the things that I have discovered through Science Ambassadors. I took chemistry because I was interested in that and found out that I'm not as into that as I thought I was. I took (laughs) physics. Well, that's trying it out, right? It's it's a great way to be able to try something out before you can't anymore or before it becomes a money dump. Like when you get into college, you can't just go from class to class and figure out what you want without it being a lot of money. But here, kids are able to figure out that they like the agriculture side or the more science and engineering side of things without having to 
put a lot of money and time into it and can have fun with it. Well, that's wonderful. Well, and I think you just, you know, certainly explain everything I think Donna probably had in her mind when she started this program as far as that exploring. So I'm going to thank you both for coming in and sharing. I'm sure you've opened up a lot of people's eyes to 4-H in a very different way in the ambassador program. So thank you for stopping by and sharing. And if you would like to find out more about the U of I Extension and the 4-H Youth Ambassadors Development Program, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break but stay tuned we're coming right back with more spotlight i'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on spotlight and our friends at Busey bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show if you would like to learn more about the organizations featured on today's show please go and visit our website at nctv17.com And to stay informed about what's happening in your community, sign up to receive our daily news update or like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wernette. Thank you for watching.